Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can live in alignment with their priorities. So the topic of today's podcast is how to get more done. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You can download it for free on my website, tinaheisman.com. I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about how to get more done. As moms and women, we have more written on our daily to-do list than is humanly possible to achieve, for real. I mean, for example, run to Target, plan the week's meals, plan the kid's birthday party, plan spring break, clean the house, get the dog to the groomer, make the follow-up phone calls for one thing or another. Plus, we may be volunteering for different things and also working full-time or part-time jobs, right? Like... There's always so much to do. And I think many of us are trying to figure out how can we get more done in the time that we have. And the thing is, with all of that, the things that we have to do, it's not only all of the physical work. It's also the mental list that is constantly running in our heads. You might not realize it, but that is zapping your energy. It's like in your mind. It's like, remember this, remember that. Don't forget this. Don't forget that. I mean, I can just feel the stress just thinking about it, right? And so today, I want to share with you a system that I have been using to get everything done in case it helps you too. Now, I take a two-pronged approach to this. I think part of this is spiritual for me and part of it is physical. So the first step that I take in getting everything done in my life is daily prayer. And so I just accept and realize that I may have a to-do list in my head, but each day I ask God to guide me in my day and show me what is the most important part. And I let him do the spiritual work there. And I also consult him before making decisions, both big and small. So for example, if you are asked to join a committee at your child's school, I would recommend that you check in with God first and see what he says on that because it it may be something that you really want to do or you really don't want to do but God can help you make that decision for what is the best decision for you right now I don't know if you've ever heard of this Christian author Lisa Turkhurst but she calls this your best yes like in life guys girls there are so many things that we can say yes to but when we are so busy We have to make our yeses our best yeses, right? And so I just love that. It really helps me in the things that I say yes to. And so once we've done our praying, then I like to get to the physical part, like the actual work part that you and I have to do. So here's my process. At the start of every week, I do a brain dump where I make a list of absolutely everything that is on my mind that I need to do like everything I need to remember, all the phone calls I need to make, all the things I need to do, all the things that are stressing me out, like just making a long list of everything that's on my mind. And so just for some examples, it could be 
meal planning for the week, grocery shopping for the week, doing the laundry, cleaning the kid's bathroom, making appointment for the dog to go to the groomer, making an annual doctor appointment for the kids, sending in the field trip permission slips or replying to incoming emails on different things, right? Maybe scheduling a date night with our husband or a girl's night out with our friends, something really fun, right? You get the picture, like all of these things, like part of the reason we're so stressed and tired is because a lot of times all of this just stays up in our head. And I think sometimes we write down maybe the more practical things, but you might leave out there things that are further in the future or the fun things like a date night with your husband or with your girlfriends. And so I write all of that down because that helps take it out of your brain and it feels so good because then you can stop worrying about it because it's all in writing and you're not going to forget about it. At least I know that's what bothers me is I'm worried I'm going to forget about it, right? just takes up too much mental space. And so now once you have your list, like everything is out of your head, then I want you to take a look at it. Like this is a time where you can maybe prioritize or say what needs to get done like this week. So like if I'm looking at my list on a Sunday, I'm saying what has to happen in this week. And I make a little mark next to those things like that I really, they have to happen this week. And you could write a date next to it, like if it had a date that it needs to be done by, and it's not a bad idea to do that for all of the items on the list because that will help you prioritize and plan when those things need to happen, right? And so the next step that I would do after making a note of when they actually need to be done is writing down an estimate of the time you think it will take to do each thing. And so, you know, some things might take an hour, like if you're working on a writing project for something for me, some things might take 30 minutes. Some things are gonna take like five minutes, right? Like if you just have a couple of phone calls or something you need to make, those might be short or five minutes. Even if you have something on your mind like researching preschools for your child, you know, that that just might be a few minutes here or there, or it might be that you wanna spend 30 minutes. So putting down the amount of time that you think it's gonna take you will help you in your planning for when is going to be a good time to get that done. And so the next thing then that I want you to do is get out your calendar. So you're going to have two things here. You're going to have your to-do list, which is also going to have the dates that you want to have the things done by, as well as the time you think each thing will take. And then you're going to take your calendar. And so what we're going to do is actually transfer the items from the to-do list to the calendar. Now the ultimate goal is to put everything from your to-do list on your calendar so you can throw the to-do list away. That can be really hard to do, but that's the ideal goal. And before you freak out, I want you to hear me out. Like I know some of you might be thinking, well, this is too regimented, it's too much planning, I can't do that. And I totally hear you. I felt the exact same way when I heard about this and I really resisted it. But I want to tell you that it works amazing. I really respect the woman who taught it to me. Her name is Brooke Castillo and she's a really big deal in the life coaching world. But I trust her and I respect her and so I gave it a try because I see like how super um, successful that she is in her life and she's constantly talking about how little she works and how much she gets done. And it is because she's so planned and focused. And I wish I could remember the exact specifics and I should have looked it up before I came on here to talk to you guys. But there was a quote that I learned from somewhere that 
talked about how the most successful people plan their days. They plan their weeks. They don't just walk into a day without a plan. And so that helps me too, to motivate me and remind me that a plan helps. And so I know that you're probably feeling like I did, like like that resistance. Like if I'm totally scheduled like this, I'm going to feel too tied down. But my experience is that I feel more free because I worry less because I know when things are going to get done. It's really nice. So I want you to hang in there with me and hear me out, even if you're feeling a little overwhelmed. Like just let this be a seed that's planted today. And maybe you could even try it in short bursts if you wanted. But let me tell you like how this works. So it's really, really cool. So we're going to go back to our calendar now. We have our list to to do and we have our calendar. So the very first thing that we are going to start putting on our calendar is probably not on your to-do list. The very first thing that I want you to put on your calendar is your downtime, your rest time, your fun time, your time to do nothing. I want you to schedule it first before all of the work. And this is vital because this is part of what helps you feel more free. Because when you're doing your work, you will know that your free time is coming because you have planned it into every day. It is a wonderful act of self-love and it is a wonderful act of self-care. And so this is where you start first by looking at each day and planning where is your downtime, where is your fun time, where is the time just for you. Having that to look forward to every single day is going to be such a gift. So once you have that done, now you can start adding in your work time, your laundry time, your meal planning time and grocery shopping time and errand running time and all the other things, right? Like you're literally going to schedule time on your calendar for everything. So I do this for my personal and my business to-do list. I work from home, so it's everything is kind of fluid for me, right? It, it can feel, it's a wonderful gift to be able to work from home, to kind of have everything be more fluid. And I know that women who work outside of the home have very different scheduled regimented hours, but that's that's okay. That still works with this process. And so I thought I would give you an example of a day in the life of Tina to see like how this works. So I literally have on my calendar, like if you looked at my calendar today, you would see I have it's scheduled to work to wake up at 5 a.m. and pray and journal. And then at 6 a.m. I will do my workout until 6.30. And then I will shower and then have breakfast and spend time with the kids before they leave for school. And that happens between 6.30 and 8. And then between 8 and 9 o'clock, I'm driving my daughter to and from school. And then by 9 is when I'm ready to start my official workday. So for an example of what that might look like for me, I might schedule a block of time from say 9 to 11 a.m. where I'm going to write and record and promote my podcast. And then I'll schedule an hour for rest and lunch. And and when that rest, like it, it could be a nap or just maybe planning some time on social media or making a phone call to someone, you know, a friend or someone enjoyable, a family member. Um, but that's like one hour that I give myself after that block of work. Then I plan a downtime, like a rest time. And then maybe from one to three, I might have clients, but then at three o'clock, I'm back into mom mode. And so between three and four, I'm driving to pick up my daughter from school and bring her home. 
And on most days, this particular school year, because of her schedule, my daughter does a lot of dance, I usually am making dinner from like 4 to 5 o'clock before I have to start driving her to dance so that by the time we get home, it's ready to go. So then I'm driving my daughter to dance and maybe I might have a meeting on the calendar that evening or not. Maybe it's just an at-home night. But regardless, all of these things are on my calendar to keep me on track. And I love it because... It lets me stop worrying about getting certain tasks done because they're on the calendar. And as long as I follow my calendar, it's as good as gold, right? So if you think about it, like a to-do list is nice because we have things written down and then we know we're going to remember them because they're written down. But taking it one step further and actually scheduling those tasks on your calendar lets you rest even easier. It lets you feel even more free because now you know exactly when you're going to get it done. Because that's the thing is like sometimes you guys, right, when we look at our to-do list, it feels very overwhelming and very stressful. But when we put it on our calendar and we know that we're going to have time for it, then we know it's going to get done, right? And so this scheduling part on the calendar, it is actually the easy part for most of us, especially me. So this is where the hard part comes in. The hard part is honoring the appointments that you put on the calendar. So for example, what happens when that alarm goes off at 5 a.m. for you to get up and do your prayer time and your journaling and your workout and you don't feel like it? Maybe you were up late last night or there was a kid up during the night, right? And you don't feel like it. You might be so tempted to sleep in and skip it. But I beg you, don't do that. And I promise you, it is so much better to just get up and do it. You will never regret following your plan. And here's what happens is when we make appointments with other people, we honor them. We show up. Like you would never just not show up to a doctor appointment. But somehow when we make appointments for ourselves, with ourselves, we think like it's okay to not honor it. But what I'm here to tell you is that it feels so good, so amazing when you honor yourself and your calendar by doing what you said you were going to do. And because we know that fun time is built in too, it's not like it's all work and no play. We've already built the fun time in before we got started on all of the work. And I'm telling you though, I am absolutely nowhere near perfect on this. Just last week, when it came time to write my podcast for the week, I literally thought for a moment about changing my mind, postponing it till later, but I took my own advice and I did it anyway. And I was seriously so happy once I finished it. It was such a relief to have it done and that made me feel so happy and so productive and it just gave me all this positive energy to go about the rest of my day. But if I would have postponed it, I'm sure I would have had a really good excuse about something else that was also important that needed to get done or maybe I needed to rest or whatever. But it would have made me feel guilty for skipping it, for not honoring my commitment to myself. It would have weighed on me for the rest of the day until I got it done, if I got it done, because I knew that it needed to get done. So the thing is, it would have drained my energy and made me feel terrible. And so that's why we want to honor our appointments with ourselves. And so this is a journey that I am on, and I just would like to invite you on it with me to try scheduling more when you're going to do what you need to do. And I know that it is definitely easier said than done. So if you feel like you could use a little accountability or a little help, 
reach out to me and we can work on it together. I would love to work with you. And so that's really all I have for you today. I know that it's um, a topic that might seem difficult at first glance, but really when we take advantage of our schedule and our time, because our time is our most precious commodity, we will feel better. I promise you. Like more planning works out better, even for those of us who want to be spontaneous, plan time to be spontaneous, right? Like it's okay. We can still have that time, but just trust me. And if you don't trust me, just experiment and see, give it a try. All right, friends, thank you so much for listening in. Please let me know if you have any specific questions. And remember, you can download your free guide to guilt-free self-care and also join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you so much and I'll see you next week.